0: As we continue our election watch coverage, vying to replace Irene Soriento in District Six, a newly drawn district, is Tom Casey running on the Republican ticket, a retired fighter fighter against Democratic retired state worker Carol Harvin. Today, we're talking with Tom Casey. Tom, welcome to the Hudson Walk Magazine.
1: Well, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: So, Tom, tell us a little bit about you. Who are you, and why are you running for District 6 City okay.
1: Council? I was born and lived for a little while when I was young in Grizzle Heights, building one apartment 30. Uh, I was lucky enough, blessed to be hired by the Troy Fire Department, uh, as was my father and uncle who were captains, and I became a captain paramedic myself. I was very thankful that the city hired me so I always said I was going to live in the city. And it was somewhat sacrifice uh, for things I had done as, in my youth. But uh, we stayed in the city. I was very happy. We uh, were part of the fabric of the, uh, of the East Side at Spring Youth Baseball and Hope 7 and School 16. You know, my wife was uh, a member of the PTA there. We were part of the community. And I, I was glad. And, you know, the thing is, I stayed. Except for a brief stint, maybe a year and a half, where I had to live in Albany. I was young. I didn't have much money. And all I had was a motorcycle. And it was during the winter. So I moved in with my friend. And I lived in a Quail and First in Albany and Livingston Avenue and Clinton Avenue, which were great neighborhoods at the time. But at any rate, I've always been with the city. So the reason why I'm running is the second part of that story is that I grew up with the workforce. I worked with the workforce. So I already do, a lot of people call me for things, and I know who for them to contact because they don't necessarily know. The other day, an older friend of mine called me and said, Tom, a dog just got hit, I'm here. Dog just got hit in front of Sweeney Apartments. I called Kevin McDonough, the animal control officer, who I've known for years and years and years. And he came right down, the dog was dead. But that's what I like to do. And I told people, uh, I already drive through the alleys of South Troy. And I said, I can't wait to be a council person because I'm going to call and say, pick up this couch. Pick up this mattress that's just laying in the road. I talked to a girl that I went to school with and she's showed me, this is a neighborhood I used to live in uh, just several years ago. I moved from uh, 4th Street to Madison Row up to Hillsview Heights and she's showing me bullet holes and she's showing me a drug house which it's obvious. And I just want to help all these people. I'm retired. I want to be responsive. I just want to really help people. People said, like my street and there's several other streets that don't get snowplows till 24 hours after after the storm. I had a call at the time, my councilman, Ken Zalewski. I said, Ken, I knew him. He was my next door neighbor. Great guy, him, Mike. I said, I need a snowplow. Then it came. I was kind of angry that I had a call. Mm-hmm. But I said, if you don't get a snowplow, call, call me. You got my number. And somebody said, well, they come through but, in another neighborhood, but they don't really clear. Up. I go, when the dust settles the next day or two after the storm, call me. And I, I that's the whole theme. I'm not trying to change the world here. I'm just trying to be responsive to these things people need and want.
0: Thanks for going into that a little bit. You're running to be the city council person for District 6. District 6 was recently redrawn for our audience who doesn't quite know or needs to be reminded. Could you give like us a broad stroke geographically yeah. of what's in your district? Real, real
1: easy. It's Canal Avenue south all the way at the end of Troy Stowe Avenue. It's all that neighborhood, neighborhood there. And it's basically Griswold Heights and Hillsview Heights. And that's pretty much it.
0: Why was it redrawn?
1: Well, they have to do it every few years, and you know, and they have to, you know, make sure that they have an equal number of people in e- each district, and it's kind of equally represented.
0: There's been, you know, like several sort of issues our city council has been addressing mm-hmm. in recent times, the lead pipes, you know, like you've talked about your neighborhood needs, but as you're going from door to door, I'm curious uh, what you're hearing and... What are the needs, as you understand them, of the people of District 6 in Troy right now?
1: Yeah, well, I really expected, it's funny you say about lead pipes, I really expected to have a lot of questions about that. And my hood friend Joe, lifelong friend, is the man who climbs into your basement. Mm. And I thought, you know, he said, I'm always looking to, you know, inspect basements. Here's my work number. Nobody has really asked about that. Uh, I'm kind of surprised, but I do know is the lab director for the water plant and and they collect any if anybody wants samples collected they'll do it but I haven't got any but that it's been really kind of the things I already talked about crime garbage and snow plowing mm-hmm. I mean simple stuff I'm not hearing any of these other things I thought I'd hear about garbage fee mm-hmm. nobody nobody has really uh, mentioned it you know the people in these one area are plant their new homes right across from Grizzle Heights they pay a lot of taxes, and they feel they never get a snowplow. They don't feel, they feel left out.
0: Interesting. Yeah, it's like the day-to-day that really is on people's minds. I was wondering if you were paying much attention to, you know, what's been happening at Harbor Point Gardens sure. up that it, way. I, I
1: can, when I go out my driveway, I see a Harbor Point Gardens. Yeah. And, and my friend Robin was, was booted out with everybody else. Luckily... She had somewhere to stay, but she told me about her friends that had lived live in the hotel. And I re- re- uh, attended a meeting at the church. It used to be St. William's on the corner there with, with legal aid. That didn't seem to accomplish much for people. They were looking for a lot of answers, but there really wasn't a lot of answers. I guess in the end, we'll find out what happened there. I'm not sure, but it was really, uh, you know, an unfortunate situation. And it was really a strange situation at the meeting because he said, which I didn't know, they said, They're paying for these hotel rooms just out of the kindness of their heart and they don't have to. So every week we're wondering whether we're going to get renewed. Now this is over with now, but I was like, oh my God. So they were saying, you know, they want us to pay rent, but then there was the thing, you know, they're giving them a place to stay, maybe reduce rent. They don't give them rent. Maybe they can't afford the hotels. It was, it wasn't as easy as I thought. It was very convoluted and sticky situation. I drive by there. Seven times a day, I might have seen a code guy with somebody there once. I never see anybody working. Where's the crew?
0: Yeah, I think most apartments by now, people have moved back in, but it sounds like there's still a host of situations that need to be updated there. But it's like, how do we not have another Harbor Point garden and another apartment complex? And these hearings that city council has actually been hosting in terms of trying to Figure out what yeah. went wrong have been sort of uh, illuminating. And I'm ways. not
1: sure the whole backstory, but I have to tell you that day, I saw everybody over there, and I went over, and there was a lot of people there, news crews, and my friend Robin showed me around the place. Some of the work I'm not going to get into it. Some of the work I just have never seen anything like that before. When you see flashing around windows, it's usually bent very nice. I don't know what this was they used, but it looks like they just bent it with their hands and it was some kind of shiny aluminum and the cracks were filled in by spray foam. I mean, the work was just, you know, just just ridiculous. It really was. It was no professionalism at all.
0: Part of like, what can we do in our city government to avoid replicating this problem in other houses? Like it can't be an isolated situation. Yeah, and
1: I think that stuff was pretty obvious. You know, I think... If you do have accountability, not only codes, but all the departments, you have a much better outcome.
0: As we look toward this election, why should our audience vote for you instead of Carol in this coming uh, well, election?
1: I am not uh, uh, in, in any way a, a negative campaigner. I, I've met Carol several times. If I uh, met her in the street or out getting something to eat, I certainly want to be the type of person— that's hey Carol, how you doing? How's everything? And you see that a lot when you're with Carmela Mantello. She knows every other side, and I've known everybody for years. I don't want to be disparaging or, or, or uh, you know, uh, talk bad or even have anything negative. I'd rather, you know, run a very positive campaign. All I could say for myself is, I almost feel like I'm doing the job now. I love it. I really do love driving around. I got magnets to say, like Okay, I like waving to people with my signs. I like giving, stop and giving my magnet. I like that. I want to just drive around the district and see what's going on. A lot of people, unfortunately, this day and age are behind a keyboard. And I said, I'm not going to respond by email. I might say, yeah, but I'm coming down. A guy last week said, Tom, on Lincoln Avenue, and I don't know what the solution is, unfortunately. There's kids there. Everybody runs a stop sign. I saw your video. Yeah. I was out there in the rain. Yeah. And I'm watching, and it is true. They roll right through. And he's still talking. I'm not sure what they do. I might buy a, a, a sign at Home Depot that says children at play, and I might stand out there one day. <laughs> but I don't know if that's going to make a difference. But I'm just saying, I'm going to be making phone calls. You know, I'm going to be making phone calls and trying to get this fixed. I'm going to see what's going on in the street. I'm going to see the sofas. I'm gonna see, and that's what I think I bring to the race, is that I'm out and about, and I'm totally accessible. You know, in the old days, you knew your council person's name. I want people to know my name. And when they have a problem, call me. Or if their friend has a problem, and they're going to say, you call Tom Casey, and my phone's there, and I'll answer it.
0: What didn't I ask you about Tom Casey that you want our audience to know?
1: I'm a Troy history buff. I actually used to bore people with my Troy history stories. It's such a great city. And I would just love to be on the council representing Troy and just helping the people. And I want them to feel comfortable in their neighborhoods and feel like somebody's representing
0: them. Beautiful. Tom Casey, the Republican candidate for Troy City Council District 6, thank you for joining us on the Hudson Mohawk Magazine.
1: Thank you.